This is The Space Shot, episode 108, for August 30th, 2017. First Flights and Icicles. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Molnix. Earlier today, Sierra Nevada successfully completed a captive carry test flight for its Dream Chaser spacecraft. This is one of the first tests, leading ultimately to a free flight of the spacecraft. Originally, Sierra Nevada had envisioned the Dream Chaser to be able to carry crew to the International Space Station, but ultimately NASA chose designs from SpaceX and Boeing for the commercial crew capsules. Dream Chaser will be delivering and returning cargo from the space station as part of the Commercial Resupply Services 2 contract. The first flights for the Dream Chaser spacecraft are expected to take place in the early 2020s. I've got two shuttle missions that I want to talk about today. The first was on August 30th, 1983, when the Space Shuttle Challenger lifted off during a beautiful night launch, the first of the shuttle program. This six-day mission was also the first time that an African-American had launched into space. Guy Bluford flew into space four times, twice on the shuttle Challenger, and twice on Discovery. At the time of entering the astronaut program, Guy was an officer and fighter pilot in the United States Air Force. He received bachelor's and master's degrees in science and engineering, as well as earning his MBA. Guy's first mission, STS-8, also launched the TDRS-1 satellite into orbit. If you recall from previous episodes, the TDRS series of satellites provide communication capabilities between spacecraft and ground controllers around the world. The TDRS-1 satellite was operational until 2009, more than exceeding its original seven-year design life. The second mission I want to talk about today is STS-41D. On August 30, 1984, the Space Shuttle Discovery lifted off on its first mission. After months of delays caused by a faulty Space Shuttle main engine, the crew, plus satellites and experiments, rocketed into space. This shuttle launch was the heaviest payload that a Space Shuttle had carried to date, with three satellites, one of which was a Telstar satellite that was operated by AT&T at that time. The STS-41D mission carried an IMAX camera that was used for filming The Dream is Alive, one of my favorite space movies growing up. Astronauts on Discovery filmed satellite launches that featured prominently in that IMAX movie. During this mission, they also tested the deployment of an experimental solar wing. This wing extended out over 100 feet and was about 13 feet wide. It tested solar cells and designs that demonstrated the feasibility of this type of design for use on things like the International Space Station. The scene in The Dream is Alive that shows this solar wing extending and retracting from the space shuttle is one of the coolest moments of the entire movie. On a funny note, this mission had a problem with the waste collection system on the orbiter. A very special icicle had formed on the outside of Discovery. At first, ground controllers thought that they could sublimate the icicle by orienting the shuttle in a way that would keep that side of the orbiter pointed towards the sun. This did reduce the size of the icicle, but eventually the shuttle's robotic arm was used to break the ice free of the orbiter. I'm linking to a mission highlights video in the show notes, and this is one of the procedures that the astronauts talk about. 
A lot of shuttle missions had these informative video debriefings that were replete with lots of pilot humor. You know, the jokes that some airline pilots tell during delays or about the weather. Yeah, it's that kind of humor. While reading about this mission, I also saw the oral history interview with astronaut Charles Walker, one of the crew members on Discovery's first flight, and he had a few funny things to say about their mission. NASA had prepared for a possible failure in the waste collection system, and kindly included waste collection bags that were left over from the Apollo program. Walker joked that, I don't know, I'm kind of an amateur historian, so I felt a little bad at peeing in those historic bags, but we had to do what we had to do. Check out the show notes for more information on today's episode, and be sure to connect with me on Instagram and Twitter. Find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. Let me know what you think of the show by leaving a rating in iTunes. It takes just a minute, and it makes a huge difference because it helps even more people find the show. I'd also appreciate if you could share the space shot with your friends and family, and anyone else that enjoys podcasts. Tomorrow, the Communications Satellite Act of 1962. I'm John Mulnix, and I'll catch you on the flip side.